this is Melissa Van Fleet, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast. Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. This is Melissa. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna Core community. I nearly said Lacuna Core wrong. What is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, in episode 131, I think we're at the moment. Yeah, that'll do. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Although we're not going to talk about that. Right, Melissa? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about it. Okay, so um, welcome, everybody. Uh, I, we're joined today... By Melissa Van Fleet, who is going to, we've got an interview later on where you're going to talk about how you worked with, uh, with Mackie on your new um, single. Uh, but yep. before we get to that, let's just sort of have a bit of an introduction, shall we? So we start with Mike. Mike, Mike, how Hello. are you, sir? How you been? I'm, I'm good. I've been very busy with work. And it's very, very cold in the north up here. So. It is grim up north. I've heard it said. Yeah, yes, yes. Especially cold at the moment, yes. We won't dwell on that because I don't like talking about the cold. <laughs> Russell, you're not cold, are you? Because you're down south. I am down south. I was just thinking, actually, it's been a while since we did the uh, Empty Spiral Weathercast, which always used to be our topic of conversation. <laughs> the Weathercast, that's what we need, but, isn't um, it? We, yes, we don't talk about Lacuna yes. Co, we talk about the English weather, because no, we are we English. we talk about the weather. So, no, I am uh, not quite as cold as Mike. I have no um, snow or sleet. I've just got the typical overcast English weather of grey, cloud and rain. But, um, yeah, it's not cold, so I can't complain too badly. Fair enough. Melissa, welcome, yeah. welcome, welcome. How are you? Oh, thank you. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How, what's the weather like in Philadelphia? It's snowing right now. Oh, so you're so, cold then. There we go. Yes, <laughs> I love it though. I love the snow so much. <laughs> How have you been keeping? Pretty well, despite the laryngitis I'm trying to get over. So I'm sorry if you can't understand me. <laughs> I say we can understand you perfectly. We're sorry okay. for keeping you talking because obviously oh, it's okay. to <laughs> It sounds worse than it feels. <laughs> you could be all bluesy. You could do some blues numbers or something. Oh, nice. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do all that kind of stuff. Um, and as for me, I've had an interesting week at work and I've I started watching Altered Carbon on Netflix, which is the hmm. Blade Runner cyberpunk thing. I started watching that. And like everything else on my Netflix watch list, I'll probably watch the first three episodes, then move on to the next thing and, <laughs> and not watch, not complete it. Not because it isn't good, I just, I, I flight from things. So that, there you go, <laughs> that's us. Right, so today, and we're going to get on straight away and do that, um, we've got an interview with you where you tell us lots of really cool stuff. And oh, yes. I, I think we should do that now. <laughs> All right, that sounds great. <laughs> Raven, raven, it's flying overhead and I feel hopeless, so hopeless in this place. Sometimes I feel I'd be better off it. We welcome today on the podcast, Melissa Van Fleet. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is a blast already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're a bit crazy, and I think <laughs> I think I'm already blaming it on the half a bottle of uh, Shiraz that I had earlier today. Anyway, <laughs> it's great to have you on. So, for those of you who don't know, Marco has helped produce. Is it your debut single, or is it? A, 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 it is your debut single, isn't? It? Is that right? Am I yes, right? I yeah. I had a couple other songs. I had another album called Metal Lullabies that was acoustic, but this was my first like full band, real sound. You know, everything like that. So that, that's why I call it my debut. <laughs> okay, so so that's that's called The Raven, and it came out in October two thousand seventeen. Yes, that's right. Perfect. Okay, so what we thought we would do is we would, you know, drag you kicking and screaming onto our crazy little podcast. <laughs> and find out about you and uh, find out how you came to work with Mackie and, and you know, how things have gone with the single. So, yes. so let, let's start. So first question. Yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So, <laughs> Well, my name is Melissa Van Fleet. I am originally from the Lehigh Valley, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, um, and I now live in, near Philly which today is the Super Bowl and everybody is absolutely insane about the Eagles and I'm not a big football fan. So <laughs> I'm kind of staying away from all of that in my studio. <laughs> and you probably can tell, but <clears throat> getting over laryngitis. So sorry if you can't understand anything I'm saying. That sounds um, fine. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear you've but, got lar- you had laryngitis and I'm glad you're getting over yeah, it. It's a terrible thing I always get it right at the right time. You know, it's like it hits me just like that. <laughs> but yeah, I started singing when, you know, before I could talk really, I, I was a dancer as well, and I wasn't sure which way I wanted to go, but I decided to go the singing <laughs> avenue um, because music was always very, very important to me. And that brings me here to what I do now. <laughs> I, I also understand you're a pianist as well. Yes, I am. That's right. So when did that come into the equation? Because that's like singing, dancing, and playing the piano. I mean, that's just yeah, uh, that's everything, think... isn't it? It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> well, I started doing that. I, I was self-taught in everything. Um, And I just realized when I started songwriting and everything that I needed to focus more, you know, I needed something to accompany myself to get my, you know, the melodies across that I was hearing in my head. Um, Hence why I picked up the piano and it was the most, um, I also play the guitar as well, but the piano is my, my best friend (laughs) really, um, because I feel like it just absolutely emotes the way that I, you know, need to get the feelings across and it's the best instrument for that as it's, far as my personal style of music so it's very emotional isn't it the piano it really is it is so just, emotional and yeah. it gives back to me so i don't know if it makes sense the way i'm i'm doing some elaborate motion right now that you can't see but yeah, it gives back to me <laughs> that's amazing that's really, I, I mean I, I i i kind of picked up the the guitar about 10 years ago and then put it down again mm-hmm. and thinking I, I i've got no ability but for you to be able no. to a true polymath you know singer songwriter dancer <laughs> pianist oh. um guitar as well that's amazing that's just, i'm already oh, blown thank away. you <laughs> so oh, how, how how did the how did it all come together then for you you know how did you you start getting out there because you've done a, you've, you've You've performed in quite a lot of big venues and quite a lot of, you know, sort of big festivals all over, really, haven't you? Yeah, in quite a yeah. relatively um, short it, period of time. Yeah, it was kind of uh, one of those things. I, I did a cover of Sleeping in the Fire by Wasp, and I did it as a present for my dad originally because he's a huge metalhead, loves Wasp. And I thought, you know, I'll just record a song for him and a video, and I did. And he said, you need to put that on YouTube. <laughs> so I did. And I put it up on YouTube and he ultimately said, you know, he he didn't know if anybody would ever see it. I think right now it's sitting at like 600,000 views or something wow. like that, which I never, ever saw that happening because 
any video I put out there that I intentionally want people to see, they never see it. <laughs> it's always the way it goes. Um, but yeah, and then my manager from Germany heard that he also worked with Wasp. And then I got to know pretty much everybody in the band Wasp. And it just kind of happened from there. Some opportunities came about and things like that. And it just kind of went blossomed on from there. And and that's pretty much how, I guess that's how it happened. It happened quickly, but it happened slow at the same time. I don't know if that makes sense either. But no, I totally understand that. It just sounds like it spiraled out of control for a little bit, actually. It's like it it was, did. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of crazy there for a while. But now it's settling down and I'm, you know, kind of figuring out really where I belong and everything like that. What a great story, though. You know, starting off with doing a cover for your dad and putting it on YouTube and then suddenly <laughs> you get to know the, the you know the, the guys from Wasp and you, you yeah. do all these festivals and playing all over the place wow yeah. that's just such a great <laughs> story isn't it it really is kind of a um, the power of I guess the internet and the power of all the media yeah. the mediums we have available to us these days yeah and, and Douglas Blair um, from Wasp the lead guitarist from Wasp is the one that's playing the, the lead guitar solo on Raven so that's kind of cool. A way, I mean, my dad obviously flipped out when he heard about all of that. <laughs> and um, so it's really neat. <laughs> does, your, does your dad kind of, kind of proudly you know, point to his chest and go, oh, I did this. I made this Oh, happen. yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. I made this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is all my idea. <laughs> <laughs> he must be so proud. He, he, it's very cool. It's very cool. <laughs> has he got a chance um, to meet the guys from Wasp? Has that happened yet? Or is it something? He like... hasn't yet, but I know that someday, you know, that I will try to do everything I can to make that happen um, <laughs> because, you know, it has to happen at some point. So. Every time you go over, it's like, come on, Melissa, come yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when am I going to get a chance? <laughs> right. <Brilliant. laughs> okay, so, so you, you did the cover for your dad, which is just amazing. Yes. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Um, what other musical influences do you have? You know, what, well, what inspires you musically? Everything. Absolutely everything. I, as I said, I grew up, you know, a ballerina. So classical music is really, really close to my heart. Um, especially Swan Lake, um, Tchaikovsky, all of the darker elements in classical, um, which I kind of pull. And I think that's what, what prompted me to ultimately want to work with Maki because um, he really has a, great grasp and handle on you know that whole symphonic element without it being too symphonic you know mm -hmm. it's just beautiful and I knew the minute that I heard delirium well we can get into that later <laughs> but I knew you know the minute I heard that I knew that would be kind of where you know I would want to you know go with my music that I was working on so I would say definitely classical but my mom also listened to a lot of you know R&B and kind of soul music growing up so I think that that kind of put that little vibe into my whole style so i mean it's really all over the place um really when i think about it there's just all different kinds of music really but that's that's a very healthy place to be isn't it i think it's I music think so. of all kinds can be inspiring it's, yes that's great it's great have you got a kind yeah. of a favorite like a three or four whether they're um, classical musicians, you know, or composers, or or types, or, or, or um, symphonies, or perhaps even albums or bands that you kind of go to when you when you're looking for inspiration. Definitely, I would say. Well, obviously, and um, like I said, Swan Lake, Tchaikovsky, number mm. one, just my favorite. Um, but also any any of Dio's older like stuff and Black Sabbath when um, Dio was with Black Sabbath, I love all of that. I feel like. He's another one that just absolutely connected with me. And he's my dad's ultimate 
you know, all time favorite. So I had no choice but to hear his music all the time growing up. And I continue to. So I would say anything by Dio or Black Sabbath. Wasp, of course, because they were so influential. And then, gosh, I love like Alanis Morissette, Fiona Apple, any of those, you know, women that were really, really strong and had a message. And I feel like I pulled a lot of influence and inspiration from them. So I would say probably those four. I think that was four. <laughs> wow. I wasn't expecting there to be a kind of a Dio Black Sabbath from Swan Lake. Swan Lake. Yeah, I know. It's weird. The same conversation. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. incredible. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> but, but as I said, that's, that's where music comes from. It can come at you from all angles, can't it? You can be inspired by so many different things. So that's Absolutely. wonderful. That's wonderful. Thank you. What you need yeah. to do is you need to combine the two. Yeah, we, we, need a heavy, <laughs> we need a heavy metal Swan Lake thing going on. That's, oh my gosh, that would be incredible! <laughs> really dark and lots of yes. heavy guitars, but the stories. Oh there. my gosh, there we go. There's a project brilliant. for you <laughs> to make that happen. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you, t- you you mentioned briefly about working with Mackie and uh, and Delirium, and, and obviously what we'll come on to in a minute is the album itself. So, how did that how did that come about? How did you get in contact, or did he get in contact with you? What happened there for, for that to come together? Do you know, I don't remember the exact details of that, um, the actual getting together part. I just know that I was listening to Delirium and I mean, it was my all time favorite album of that specific year that it came out and it was all I was listening to. And I just couldn't believe how it was like all the songs that I was writing and working on for my new project. It was like the production was just speaking to me because it was exactly what I was hearing in my head, the orchestration, just everything. And I think I, I don't remember the details. I know I told um, my manager and a couple of people I was working with that I wanted to, you know, ultimately would just love to work with him. And I'm not sure exactly what happened. <laughs> but the next thing I knew, I was on a plane going to Italy. So I, I wish I could give you more details, but I <laughs> really don't funny. know them. <laughs> That's that happens with him. You don't know what happens, and you end up getting yeah, a party yeah, yeah, yeah. You just end up there. This comes as no surprise. And you're eating to me. a lot of amazing pasta in yeah. the meantime. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We, I think we've all got similar stories relating to Maggie. Oh, I'm that. sure. <laughs> so, so you went over there, and what you worked with him? Did you have the lyrics for the Raven at that point, or you? I did. Yeah, I had all or? of the songs were were finished. Um, you know, as far as the, um, what we did was. I sent him, you know, my my kind of rough work tapes with piano. Some had some, you know, other accompaniment ideas, but it was mostly just the bare bones, you know, so he could hear everything. And then he would send me back a demo that would kind of, he would like reshift a couple things, make maybe make a verse, a chorus. And it was just really amazing and brilliant what he was doing because I never would have heard something a certain way, but it wasn't like really far out of my comfort zone. So it was really perfect. It was like serendipity or whatever that word is. I don't know if I'm using that right, but no, that's a good um, word. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, and, and he just um, it was amazing what he could do with it though, and he totally got it, and he understood, you know, where I was going with that, and yeah, and so when we got over there, it was really just everything was pretty much set. There were a few things that I had to work through, but I would never have felt comfortable going over there without everything being pretty much done because I'm that kind of person. Mm-hmm. I like need everything just laid out perfectly beforehand so um but yeah and it made it just such a breeze and oh my gosh just the most fun i've ever had in my whole life and the <laughs> hardest work i've ever done in my whole life as well so it was really great how were you how long were you in um italy for um we were there for i think three weeks almost a month wow. so wow. yeah yeah it was um we only had one day to sightsee which was 
you know, of course I expected that. Um, we, you know, went down to the city center and everything mm-hmm. and saw the Duomo and everything. But um, <laughs> the rest of the time we spent in the basement. In the dungeon. There. <laughs> yeah. In yes. It's not big, is it? Yeah. You go down that little set of stairs through those doors. It was and then, not what boom, I was expecting, you're, you're... but it was like the most comfortable, fun place I've I've ever been. <laughs> Very chilled out little place, BRX, isn't it? And, you, and you're yes. working with... Um, with Marco and with Dario as well, and they were kind of yes. mixing it and bringing it all together for you. Yes, I mean, and he was brilliant as well. He was just so great and so. I mean, I was I'm very demanding, but in like a nice way when I'm in the studio. And he was just so great as engineer. You know, he just he was very patient with me, and and uh, it was it was really really great experience. So so that that whole thing came together over the course of those three weeks. Obviously, you'd had a number of demos, sort of back yes. and forth between yourself and, and Mackie. So you had a a view of what you what you wanted to do. So that the whole single was recorded and mixed and basically went through that entire process over the course of that three weeks. Is that right? Yeah, we actually did four songs together and this is the first time I'm mentioning this, but I'm gonna be releasing an EP with all four songs on it. So oh, wow we got exclusive a... guys did you hear yeah. that? Wow. <laughs> I don't have a date for it yet. Um because I'm not exactly sure. I just want to make sure the timing feels right. And I'm also working on um a short film to go along with it. Um wow. So I just want to, you know, I, I'm just the kind of person too, that doesn't want to rush things. And mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I've waited this long to kind of put it out there. So I just want to make sure it's, you know, exactly right. And just feels like the right time and everything like that. So, <laughs> well, I have to say the quality of the, of the single of the Raven, which is obviously the one we can talk about today. Yes. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> yes. We'll come on to that in a little bit, Thank but you. also the, okay. the trailer for it, the, the video that oh, we yeah. saw last year. Uh-huh. That's just wow, isn't it? I mean, if that's an indication <laughs> of the kind of where you're going with this, then yeah, wow, I can't wait to see the rest of it because it's just so evocative and it works so oh, well. Oh, thank so, you. So props thank you. Me on that. That's, that's amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's. Um, we have a lot more where that comes from, and I'm really excited to put that out there because I feel like it really encompasses everything that the music says and what it feels, and I'm I'm just really really excited to put it out. <laughs> Brilliant. Well. As I say, you, you, you've given us a little teaser now about this, so I know we, we can't talk any more about that, but we will talk about The Raven. So let's, let's talk about this particular single that you released last year, okay? Okay. Um, so where did, where did that come from? Where did the idea for the... The lyrics are very evocative, really, yes. really beautiful, really dark, but also feel very personal. When I listen to the song and, and when I read the lyrics, it really feels like something that's come right from your heart. So... If you if you feel you can, I'd love to hear your <laughs> thoughts on the song and, and the lyrics. Yeah, well, one thing that's interesting about the, the way that I write, I'm going to try to explain this in words because I'm not very good with that. Um, <laughs> but when I write a song, a lot of times I will read something or hear something about somebody else and I write from like a biographical standpoint Mm -hmm. um but it's then i put it toward as if i'm the one feeling the emotions and so in a way it's like storytelling so i mean i i can't say that i haven't felt feelings that i write about in those songs that i you know i've written um but this specific one was a story about someone else that i read about on some random message board on the internet somebody Mm -hmm. that was searching for god and trying to find some you know positive light in their life but all that they saw was darkness and I thought that just you know light bulb clicked on and I I thought I'm gonna go from here and and then I can't tell you the amount of people that have contacted me since I've released that saying that they feel that 
you know, similar feeling. And it's, it's just really great because I feel like I can put a story out there that might not necessarily be mine, but I can still relate to many aspects of it. And, you know, but yet it can help people so personally in their lives. So, um, so yeah, that's, it's really, that, that's kind of, I don't know if that makes sense. But it, it makes perfect sense. And, it, and it's really humbling to hear you say that because I think, you know, for me, the power to put something into words and replay yes. it back, whether it's through a story or in this context or in this, in this instance, a song and have people yes. connect with it, I think is power. I mean, that's the power of words. Absolutely. And you did that. You took a story, you took a you took something that you'd read and someone was going through those emotions and they'd chosen to share that on that message board. And you'd right. taken that and and you'd turn that into something which other people can connect with. And I think that's really powerful. So well, well done. That's a good job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> thank you. So um what's the raven in the story then? What is it? So, when, when, I, uh, when I read it and when I see it, I'm like, what is that? Is that a, f- a feeling or an individual? Is that God? What, what is that? It would just have to be whatever. I'm going to give one of those elusive answers here, but one, whatever you hear or see or feel, you know, like I, I don't have, I had something specific in my head when I was writing it, but I, you know, I feel like if I share that, I'll put the feeling into your head. So I just want you to feel whatever you feel from it because I think that makes it more personal for the listener. So that's kind of where. <laughs> no, totally understand. I, okay. I, to, I totally <laughs> get that. I, yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. That's, uh, no, I, but truly. We've been following Lacuna Core for a long time. I'm used to that kind of statement about. Yes, uh, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you, and again, I, you're not going to reveal anything more about the the other songs. But I, what I will say before I forget is we do want you back on. Okay, so please come back and join us when you when you can and tell us more. Oh, and the, absolutely! The singles, the singles and the and the, this this the video or this this story, yes. this visual story comes out. That'd be amazing. I, I can't wait to see and hear that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course I'll be back. This is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, I think I kind of know the answer to this, but what's next for Melissa Van Fleet? What's what's the next part of your story? Well, like I said, we're working diligently on this uh, short film and also, um, you know, just working on the EP release. And um, I took a little hiatus for the last couple of months because I experienced some loss in my family and um, it was kind of a rough couple of months. I'm very sorry. So I'm kind of, oh, thanks. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, trying to come back to reality here because I, I feel like I've really disconnected and um, I'm just trying to get back on <laughs> on the bandwagon I guess and um, just you know find for you know because when you experience something like that I don't know if everybody has felt this at one point or another but everything that you felt like you loved you sometimes have trouble reconnecting with that and rekindling that love for whatever it was and mm. I went through a little period there where I was like not sure where I was going with music and I knew I still loved it and I have these songs I'm so proud of them and I just didn't quite know but then a couple of days ago it just all came together and it just all clicked and I thought okay now I'm back on track and now I'm ready to you know continue um so that is a good thing but now I through experiencing the loss, I feel like I can relate, you know, to the darker elements of my songs and my lyrics that much more. So I think, you know, that through everything negative, there's always a positive. And, you know, that's kind of where, sorry to get so deep on you right there, but that's, that's cool. <laughs> so, thank, you for, thank you so much for sharing it. I, I really, oh my, really appreciate it. Oh my gosh. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's that's say we this is just a chat down the pub. This is what we're like. Right, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I think it's you said it yourself. You know, you go through these things and. It does reflect on you, and it does make you, it does give you a sense of perspective about things. And it's, I think it's, it's it's a very personal journey that people go through. And I'm personally very pleased that you've been able to reconnect with your music because yeah. it gives the rest of us a chance to hear it or hear more oh. of your music. So, <laughs> oh, thank you. At the risk of sounding really Thanks. selfish, there. Sorry, that came, no. I come across a <laughs> no, bit No, I wrong, appreciate but... that though. Really, I do. <laughs> so we're kind of drawing this to a close now. I think this. I'm genuinely excited to hear the other songs that you're. You're, you've tempted us or you've teased us with and we, we'll get a chance to hear hopefully very soon as well as yes. the, the rest of this kind of story that you're building up I guess the final um, question I have is um, when are we going to get a chance to see you in the UK? Yes, I am so excited I have that is one place I've never been and I have always, always wanted to go oh, so to I know it's, it's coming I wish I could have gone to the to the show in January, the Lucan Coil show that would have been oh, just so brilliant but obviously you know don't i couldn't get there and everything like that but um i just i really 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 want to come over there so yeah come on if i have anything to do with it it will be very soon (laughs) (laughs) well come on over we'll make we'll make you very welcome of course we'll show you thank you i'm sure (laughs) we'll get you to a show as well as long as you promise that we get to hear your music as well then then thank you of course (laughs) i think i've kind of run out of questions for the moment um but generally very excited to see what else you know you've got coming up but i, I won't you. keep pushing that point <laughs> um, <laughs> well, thank you i just want to say it you know it's, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast today thank you so much for sharing your experiences and you know the, how personal music is to you and and the journey you've been through to get to this point as well as you know that little teaser and that little reveal about the uh, yes. the extra songs <laughs> you've got coming out i mean that's been amazing so melissa thank you so much and oh my gosh thank you i, I really <laughs> appreciate it i've been i've been listening to this podcast for a long time i've been a huge lacuna coil fan for a very long time so that's why it's very very cool to be on here and i you know what you guys do for the you know the community of fans is just so great and i i just really really admire everything and and everybody listening you know it's just really cool. So oh, that's very kind of you. We, we're still surprised that people bother listening to us. We just <laughs> get together and have a chat. It's just like people listen to this stuff. Wow! <laughs> of course, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And let's say you're going to be on here again, and you're going to come over to the UK, and we'll get yes. a few beers and some breakfast, yes, <laughs> and we'll do all that stuff, and we'll go to shows and stuff. Okay, there we Sounds go. Sounds perfect. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. We'll, we'll call it there. Brilliant. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Take care. Okay, guys. And lady who's with us. Thank you, Melissa, for staying with us on the podcast today. Of this course. Is our, this is our wrap-up session. For, I don't know, how long has this album been out? It feels like only two years now. It's taken so long to get to this point. But It's been a while. It's been a while. It, is, it has been a while. We are going to have a wrap-up session, and we're going to talk about the album Delirium. We've done all the songs, including the extras. 
We haven't reflected on the videos yet, but we might do that another time. You know, we've got to have some content for elsewhere. But for today, we're going to talk about the album Delirium as a complete package. Okay. So, I've got no plan here. I don't know how I'm going to work this. I think we should probably start with Russ, because you, you're sensible. All right? I'm sensible. You're sensible, and you can give us... <laughs> Give us your views. Talk to us about Delirium. Give you my views on Delirium. Yes. Um, I think as a, a body of work, I think it's probably the most cohesive record that Lacuna Core have done conceptually. Um, I think there's a perfect balance between the way the record was presented thematically with the artwork, with the videos, with the production, the stage outfits, how it combines with, obviously, the the lyrical themes and the darkness that's encroached on the songs with the sanatorium. And I think it's sort of carried over really, really well from the tours, both, you know, across Europe, the States and worldwide, really, because most people that I know that I've spoken to have said, you know, from a show point of view, you know, the band is as strong as it's ever been. And I think a large part of that is due to the heaviness and the context of the songs on delirium. You know, we talked about going to see the one nineteen show, last week and one of which the highlights was house of shame now you know it's a band celebrating their 20th anniversary and one of the high high points of that show was you know one of the, the brand new songs in fact the lead single off the new record and it just goes to show the strength of the material um for me i just think it works on multiple levels i think it's a huge album for andrea in terms of the vocal presence it's great to hear him sort of back with the the heaviness and and the, and the growls i think that perfectly contradicts christina and uh, we've mentioned before contradicts or compliments compliments sorry yes. late, late <laughs> sunday night contradicts, yes. compliments, i'm the one that's had the wine but you know yeah so but no i think you know there's a blend of everything on this record and it it generally goes back to you know you and i have discussed this with with mike and even with mackie and how it sort of goes back to you know the very very first lacuna core output back to when you know even when they were at ethereal and listening to sort of frozen feeling shallow end with the heaviness of andrea's vocal and i think add that to, to the heaviness of the music i think blood tears dust might even be in my top three songs that the band has ever put out and i think it's just a really really strong record all around okay all right melissa i'm going to put you on the spot Okay. <laughs> so, what do you think? What's your sort of general thoughts when you think about that album? It's been around now for nearly two years. Wow, doesn't time fly? Um, yeah, it does. I, yeah, I, I absolutely agree with everything that he just said. Um, but I, I totally think I don't know when I when I hear the choruses. I think that's what ultimately got me into this album the, as much as I was, um, because like. Gosh, just they're so powerful, and and I love big open choruses, and I think every song really has that, and um, and it's just such a great compliment. Um, like I mean, my favorite song on the album is "Live to Tell," which is funny because it's not even you know on the mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it's just an extra, but I I love that, and I you know downfall, um, I love and delirium and really all of them. Ghost in the Mist, I I just could. I just love this album. I'm not, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I just love it. That's fine. That's fine. Mike, <laughs> give us your views. Off the um, cuff, come on. Are I'll we going to hear a freight train coming in here? I will struggle now to say anything. Really, It's a very, very strong album. 
um, going back to the album before kind of raised the bar, but this has kind of raised the bar even higher. And I think that as a unit going forward, it's very solid with what they've produced um, on the record. And I think that hearing it on the album and seeing it live, um, seeing the new songs live are absolutely fantastic. And um, it'll be interesting to see where they go um, moving forwards from this, what direction they will take. But every song on the album for me is a big thumbs up. And um, live, they're absolutely fantastic. Okay. So, okay, my own thoughts on this. Again, it's hard to know where to start on this album. I, everyone who knows me knows that my favourite original album, Unleashed Memories, and it's been that way since forever. But I, I think that, um, I think that Delirium, if I was to compare the two albums, I would struggle to know which, which one I connect with the most these days. And I can honestly say all the other albums that they produced, released since Unleashed Memories, they've not come close to me. It's Unleashed Memories was my first love, okay, and and it's still emotionally very very powerful. But when I look at the the quality of the songwriting and the the, the music and the diversity, the theme, everything really comes together. And Delirium feels like a conglomeration, get my words out right, of all the the experiences and all the mistakes that the band have learned from. And it's come together in in this package, which has got a really strong theme, really good lyrics, really good, focuses on the strengths of of Lacuna Coil, in that, in my opinion, their strengths have always been that, that vocal, you know, um, Compliment rather than contradict of Andrea <laughs> of Andrea and Christina. You know the, the way those two voices very 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 different. We call them the Beauty and the Beast, whatever you want to call it. But the way they've always come together has always been the best sound. As much as I, I think both of them do really well individually. Um, and Christina's got some great solo songs that she's sung over the years. For me, there Lacuna Coil that is finest when those two voices complement each other, and I th- that works really well here. Rush, you called it out. Andrea's chance to growl again, I think, works really, really well. It, it just, it just feels like a complete package to me. Um, I think that for the first time, Marco's been able to flex his own muscles in a way in the in the production of the album that he's not been able to do in the past. You know, he's been able to invest time in getting it right for him, and I think what we've seen. And Melissa, you mentioned it yourself when we spoke earlier about your experiences and with Marco and working on music for you. Is what we see here is Marco being happy with what's been produced, and we've seen the genius of his ability and his creativity to take the music and and change it and, and create a, a really genuinely personal sound that he's not been able to do before because he's been relying on other people to do it for him. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's really made it aggressive, strong, powerful, all those kind of things at once. So I think in that respect, Delirium is is a it's Lacuna Cola at the top of their game in terms of album production. And as you said, Mike, it'd be interesting to see where they, they go in the future. So here's a, here's one question for all of you. We all know all the songs on the album. And we've all got our different favourites. 
when you look at the album as a complete package and i can reflect on some albums that they produced in the past and other albums from other artists that is not greater than the sum of its parts you've got some fantastic songs on there but don't always come together as an album whether it's in the style or where the flow of the album or whatever it might be and then there are albums that are the opposite of that where they're greater than the sum of their parts you know the sort of albums you need to listen to in one sitting to really get it it's it's, it's a, a complete something greater than, than the individual songs where does this sit in that russ where does delirium sit is it made up of good songs but not a complete album, or is it somewhere in the middle, or no, is it greater than I some of its I think this parts? this works. The strongest element of this is as a complete body of work as an album from you know track one through to end, and I think that's its biggest strength. If we were going to sort of analyse latter day Lacuna Core, I'd probably put this up as one of my favourites. It's between this and Dark Adrenaline, if I'm honest. Um, but I would say I think Delirium is the best sounding record that they've ever done. And you touched upon, obviously, Marco being being able to have complete control over it. And I think, you know, the mix is always something that's very standout for me on Delirium. All of the instrumentation is completely clear. It's got the heaviness of the bass. The guitars are still present. And you've got the perfect combination of the vocals. And one thing that Marco does tend to do that we know is sort of overlay various types of synth orchestration and i think everything just comes together perfectly on this record and i think you know going back from you know I, we normally talk about early lacuna coil from like the first dp up to say end era and the second half of lacuna coil from from karma code onwards and i'd certainly say from, from the second half with that sort of change in distinctiveness of the sound the heaviness of the bass the down tune guitars i think this is one of the top two records if not the top record that they've done that's you know that element of instrumentation yeah because it was quite different that shift post clomalize is sort of taking them in a very different direction i feel in the kind of or karma code era and it, although it's it's changed it's switched on a few occasions we saw something different in in shallow life i think we saw something distinctly different there we saw something different again in uh dark adrenaline i felt the broken crown alien was a kind of a, a an extension it was a natural evolution of dark adrenaline but i do feel that delirium was a revolution on top of broken granola so is that what mm. you're kind of saying because that's how i yeah no I, I agree with that completely you know i mean i love karma code i love the songs on karma code but if you were to look at it as a complete body of work and of all the songs delirium is a far stronger record as a whole mm. so yeah okay what about you melissa is this a greater than the sum of its parts or is it lots of songs that are thrown together onto an album would you say i think it's yeah i think it's perfectly equal in my opinion um you can listen to the whole thing from start to finish and it's brilliant and then you can listen to one individual song here and there and it's equally as as brilliant so i think um there's there's no you know i don't know i, I just feel like it's just like he said and like everybody's been saying it's just so complete and it's so it's just absolute perfection <laughs> in my eyes. And that's why, you know, like I said, that's why I wanted to work with Maki <laughs> because I knew that he would just be able to pull that out. And I think, like you said, he was able to flex that muscle as far as, you know, the production and doing things his way. And he really stressed that when we were in the studio too, that, you know, he finally had a chance to just do it the way that he wanted. And, and it really shows. And I, I cannot wait to see their next effort. Mm. I'm getting a real sense you're a fan of this album, definitely. I love this album. <laughs> How could you tell? 
<laughs> Mike, what about you, sir? So, individual songs greater than the sum of its parts, somewhere in the between. Talk to me. What do you think? Yeah, a, a mix of everything. I think like we, like Russ has talked about defining chapters. I think this is the springboard into the third chapter with the the new lineup that we've now got. That is completely different from the past, but obviously for its future, it's working very well from what we've got so far. Mm-hmm. And indiv- individual songs as well. You can pick any song at random off the album if you were to listen to it, and I think that it's very hard-hitting, as well as equally if you listen to it from start to finish in one block, which I do on a regular basis going to work and back from work. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it, there isn't anything on there that you would chop out and possibly replace with something else. Um, and I think that, as I say, the springboard to success is very important to them as a band. And let's see what happens next. It's mm. exciting times ahead for everyone. I have to say, House of Shame still feels as fresh today when I play it as it did when I first heard it two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an amazing opening track to an album, isn't it? Really mm-hmm. good. So I, I think I'm, I'm kind of I think I kind of agree with Melissa on this point though. I think there are some albums that I really don't think are strong unless you listen to everything in one go. There are some albums where I wouldn't want to listen to everything. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll just choose the bits I want. But this is this is this is a really good album in so far that you can listen to the whole thing. It has a sense of coherency about it. There is a mm-hmm. theme which underpins the whole thing. But individually, each song can exist on its own merit and doesn't need to be supported by others. And I think that's that's equally powerful. So, okay, we like this album. That's <laughs> what we're saying. <laughs> one comment. Good, on, one thing we've good. not really reflected on is the we haven't really talked about this yet. I want to raise it now because I think it's the right time. What do we think about the cover, Mike? What are your thoughts on the cover of the lyric? Because this is a very different stylistically cover from anything they've ever done, in my opinion. You know, you look at the earlier albums and you, you, we see some interesting covers throughout Lacuna Core's career. This is one that I am in two minds about in terms of its cover. I'd like to hear your thoughts on it, Mike. I, I, I am the same, that it's basic and that works in some ways, but doesn't work in others. That you've got the th- You've got the theme of the album and everything that's, you could have had a picture of a sanatorium, any anything on the front to go with the whole mood of the album. And, and what they've picked, I, d- I don't know really whether that works or not. I'm, I'm very mixed feelings about it. Okay. I mean, it's good, don't get me wrong, I don't think it's awful, but there are other possibilities that they could have explored with it, possibly. Okay. Okay, what about you, Russ? What's your thoughts on that? I'm in, I'm in two minds of it. I don't, I, you know, I'd go along to say I agree with what Mike says. Um, if you look at it in another direction, if you looked at it with the whole thematics and the story arc of the videos that they put together and Christina's character, you could potentially link it back to that. And obviously the front cover is her looking into the mirror, which potentially, you know, reflects the sanatorium and descent into insanity, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I think it does work. Um, I'd probably be more interested to see what would have happened if they'd have gone with, whether I'm allowed to say it, the, what was intended to be the original cover, which was sort of like the, the, the elephant, which is sort of what has been on the, the merchandise and the T-shirts that, that Mackie drew. I think that would have been probably a concept that would tie more into what 
Lacunico have done historically, because one thing that we've mentioned in the past when we've discussed album covers, they're all very iconic. You think of Unleashed Memories, you think of, you know, very safe ninja stars and red, you think Comalize, you think the flower, you think Karma Code, you think the mask. Whereas I don't necessarily think Delirium has that impact because, you know, it's everyone knows Christine, everyone knows what Christine looks like. And I think it just doesn't necessarily have the same impact as the other covers do. That's not to say, you know, Christine is not photogenic. Obviously she is, but, you know, it's, I think they could have gone in a different direction. Obviously they didn't for a certain reason, um, but, you know, it is what it is. Okay, fair enough. Melissa, what are your thoughts on the album cover of Delirium? <laughs> I am looking at it right now. I'm looking at the vinyl and I personally love it. I think, I don't know. I just feel like it's simplicity is really beautiful. And I feel like it, I, it has like an organic feel to it, which I feel in a lot of the songs as well. So, and I love like the blue icy kind of feel that the mirror gives. So I don't know. I personally love it, but you know, that's just my two cents. <laughs> okay. No, that's cool. That's cool. I think I'm in between everybody. Right. <laughs> this is where I struggle with it. And hence my desire to ask the question of you all, because I think, it isn't for me it's not an iconic cover as as russ says okay mm-hmm. but at the same time i i'm looking at the cover right now and i know what you mean about that icy cover that icy mm-hmm. and also the real kind of what i would describe as a that stark contrast you look at christina's hand and it's you know you get the the real impression that this is someone that's in a bad place okay right. and, and although we, we can tell it's christina is it christina we just assume it's Christina, right? But it, I mean, you, you, there's there's no reason why that couldn't be someone else that maybe you're seeing Christina reflected back, but it's not Christina that's actually looking in the mirror. Yeah. You know, so in some respects, it is what it does is it builds on what we learn having listened to the album and seen the videos. But it's your first yeah. time you're seeing the album, isn't it? So it's a bit of a it's a bit of a strange kind of cyclical relationship we're seeing here. It's almost like we're seeing something that was taken as part of a video after the album was created and then put onto the front of the album kind of to draw you in. And I find that quite fascinating. So I'm still in two minds. I do like, <laughs> I, I do know what you said, Melissa, about there going to be a softness about. And I think that it really helps when you see you know, Delirium written on the mirror. That really yeah. gives it a kind of softness and, and it ties into the theme very well. Um, the the point that Russell made that so Marco for a while was working on what was essentially a symbol for the sanatorium, which you do see on the merchandise. Uh, it's been on the back of um, work shirts and so forth. And it's, it's I think you'll see it on the drum heads. In fact, I've got a drum head with it on, and it's an elephant head. Okay, with in a like a symbol, like a patch kind of thing, and that would have made it stylistically very similar to the stuff we've seen in the past like the sun, like the ninja stars, like the flower on Comalize, Eyes, but it wouldn't have made it quite like this. So I, I'm really, I'm in two minds about this whole thing right now. Um, but I, but there you go. Okay, I knew that would generate a discussion. I didn't <laughs> because it's, it's one of those things. Right, I, th- I think we're kind of done on this right now. We won't talk about the videos, otherwise we'll be here all night, I'm sure. <laughs> and there's a lot to say about them. But... If we were to give a rating to Delirium, and I've got a funny feeling now that I know what this number is going to be. Mike, what would you give Delirium out of 10? 10. Well, there's a surprise. Russell, <laughs> what would you give Delirium out of 10? 
10 for me, just off blood, tears and dust. And then you've got the rest of it. Melissa, dare I ask? <laughs> Zero. No. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to have to give this a 10 as well. It is up there with Unleashed Memories for me. And, it re- I, and I genuinely mean that. I... I, I absolutely adore this album. Um, in fact, I would say I've, I listen to this almost every, not every day, every other day, I would say I'll go through this album, or at least bits mm-hmm. of it. It's got that longevity about it, which um, even some of the other strong albums in their collection haven't had. So, m- double thumbs up to Delirium, I think it's fair to say. There we go. Right, okay, we've talked that one to death, or maybe not. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to come back and talk about that again in the future, guys. And girls. Fantastic. I think that brings us to a close this week on the Empty Spiral podcast. Firstly and most importantly, I want to thank Melissa for taking time out of your busy day to join us on the podcast today. It's an absolute blast. You've been a wonderful guest. Thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun and I can't wait to do it again. (laughs) Yeah, you come back anytime. You just know. It'd be amazing. Just keep going back. You can come back every week and talk to us. It's lovely to have you. It's been amazing, and, and as I said before, you come over to the UK, and we'll, we'll make sure you look well looked after. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 if you guys want to be on the podcast, you can come and join us anytime. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so over at emptyspiral.net. You can contact us via our Facebook. You can contact us via Twitter. We've we've got Google Plus, but I ain't got a fucking clue how that works. Um, so, <laughs> Um, we haven't got LinkedIn because that would be weird. Um, but, <laughs> but, but we're pretty much on all the social networks. So come and join us and uh, talk to us about Lacuna Coil because that's what we're here to do. But until then, I think I'm going to go off and listen to a bit more Delirium because I don't think I've listened to it quite enough. Um, <laughs> and for everybody else, um, just make sure you keep listening to more Lacuna Coil. So thank you very much, everybody. And speak to you all soon. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, guys. Thank you.